the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmett. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today on this uh, Wednesday edition. Boy, I tell you. Um, it's the last day of June edition. It is the last day of June. Mm-hmm. I feel bad about that. So do I. Funny I, you should bring that up. <laughs> I don't like that. I believe that May and June yeah. are the finest months of the year. Oh, well, I don't necessarily think that. Oh, I do. But I just, I feel like it's going too quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to slow it down. Right, you just can't. It is what it's it is. It's frustrating right? to me. And on top of that, I was going to say that, you know, there is a severe weather uh, pattern moving through. You think? But it doesn't feel like it's moving through. It just feels like it's parked. Holy cow. I like it. I like it a lot. Do you? you oh, yeah. You and your rain. Feels good. I, I mean, it's beautiful for one thing, right? The, the, it's not uh, really beautiful. It is beautiful. I don't think the it darkness, is. the texture, the you know, the shades. <laughs> darkness. It is true. The darkness and the, the lightning, the thunder. It's fabulous. Okay, it really is. All right. Anyway, I don't love it. Last day. Of June. You know what? I sound like an ingrate. Which <laughs> about the weather? I, I You're just, so ungrateful I about the weather. I just wanted to be eighty for just a blip. Sure, but this is not. Just how about sunny Oz. and eighty for a blip? We have. Like 95, we have 65, mm. or we have catastrophic storm. Right. Here's the deal. At least we're not in Portland. Yeah, you're right. Take it for what it is. Yeah. All right. As we always do, we get underway with the news stories, the top news stories of the day. Kath, please give us the top four at four. For Wednesday, June 30th, 2021. Number one. Remember all the angst, John, about how the most conservative Supreme Court in a generation was supposed to bring an eruption of ideological rage? People are like losing their minds. Yeah. Well, instead, the court is closing out its session with a remarkable degree of, wait for it, agreement. The October confirmation of Justice Amy Coney Barrett was a media circus, if you remember, raising high hopes on the right and despair on the left about Obamacare, Roe versus Wade, you know, religious freedom. Yep. All the pundits expected it would be a bunch of six to three decisions with Amy Coney Barrett replacing the, you know, late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But that is not what's happened. The nine justices have charted a surprising course down the middle in 2021, handing down more unanimous opinions than any time in the last seven years. No kidding. Now, with all of that emotional angst, (laughs) right? An ABC News analysis found 67% of the court's opinions this term have been unanimous or close to unanimous. Hmm. That compares to just 46% in the last term and 48% in the term before. I love it. Okay, so good. What it shows is people are able to sit down together, yes. see 
uh, each other in the eye and get along. Exactly. Kate Shaw, a law professor and ABC News contributor, says, quote, the justices pride themselves on standing outside of the world of politics, and they won't necessarily rule in line with the expectations of politicians or pundits. Amen and amen. Doesn't that make you feel good about the world, that some people are not held captive to all that? Number two, in what looks like a celestial version of Pac-Man... Scientists have detected black holes gobbling up neutron stars, marking the observation of collisions between the two most extreme objects in the universe for the very first time. According to a CBS News report, these collisions occurred one billion years ago. (laughs) And now we're just seeing them. In one instance... John, a black hole with a mass nine times that of our sun swallowed up a neutron star with a mass around twice of the twice of the, that of the sun. All of the mass of a neutron star is squeezed into an extremely dense star, which is about the size of a city. Scientists say that one teaspoon of a neutron star weighs as much as all of humanity. Holy moly. Okay, all that's going on. I'm just worried about what's for dinner. Uh-huh. Within a 10-day time frame, a team of over 1,000 international scientists spotted the rare cosmic event twice. I love it. (laughs) Isn't that cool? Number three. They held the title for nearly 30 years, but Los Angeles residents can no longer claim they have the worst traffic in the country. Oh. Mm. USA Today reported on Texas A&M's Transportation Institute's Urban Mobility Report, which showed that the New York, Newark region now has the worst traffic in the nation. God bless them. Isn't that great? The rankings are based on the total amount of hours drivers were delayed. You want to hear the top five? Sure. Number five worst, San Francisco, Oakland. Number four, L.A. Number three, Houston. Number two, Boston. Number one, New York, Newark. Now, for comparison's sake, commuters here in Pittsburgh wasted 25 hours total in 2020 sitting in traffic. Mm. That's 37th on the list. Very nice. That's not bad. Well, it's not great. That's not bad. No mention of the Fort Pitt or the Squirrel Hill Tunnels, which slow me down daily. The heaviest congestion happened here in Pittsburgh between 4 and 5.30 p.m., Monday through Friday. Because they're all sitting in the park by listening to the ride home. Exactly. Thank you for listening. Number four. Locally, Vandergriff's historic casino theater soon will welcome theater goers again. This is a 121-year-old theater, which describes itself as southwestern Pennsylvania's oldest operating theater. It was shuttered last year because of the pandemic. It lost more than $70,000 during COVID. But it's going to be open again for its first live performance this Saturday. Which will be what? Uh, Murphy's 56 East Band at 7.30. All right. Mm-hmm. The theater is planning to offer birthday cake to patrons. It canceled its 120th anniversary because it was during COVID. So now they're going to have a 120th plus one <laughs> celebration. The casino theater opened in 1900. Wow. Former guests and performers include President William Howard Taft, the Three Stooges, Mickey Rooney, Tex Ritter, and Roy Rogers at his horse Trigger. Not all at the same time. That's your top four. Very nice. I mean, Ed Sullivan's got nothing on that. Or the, you. Uh, have you ever been to that theater? I'm not. I have, no. I have never Vanderbilt. heard of it. Neither have I. And you, you should see the photographs. All, there were all these volunteers that worked uh, to keep it going during yeah. COVID, and they did all sorts of repainting. They did two new mosaics. The photographs of the trip are wonderful. I love it. I mean, it's one of these old vaudeville theaters, uh-huh. probably, right? Yeah. It's the yeah, size yeah, yeah. of Yankee Stadium. It's kind of like the Palace Theater in Greensburg, which is enormous. Isn't it? Yeah. What would you think of the uh, the roster of 
of uh, people, including the Three Stooges. Who's the president? Harding? William Howard Taft. William Howard Taft. He's the guy who got stuck in the bathtub because of his obesity. <laughs> right. And the Three Stooges. Uh-huh. Just those two on the bill. Right? Three Stooges and the president. And then you had Mickey Rooney in there. Fabulous. That's good stuff. And I, don't forget the horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let us take a break. We'll come back in just a few minutes. We're going to talk next with Pastor Josh Brown from Belfield Presbyterian Church. Suffering and seasons of growth. We've been there. We've done yeah. that. That's next on The Ride on with John and Kathy. WORD. This week on Truth for Life, we shift from defense to offense in spiritual battle. We'll learn how to defend ourselves with the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation. Then we'll combat Satan's accusations with the sword of the Spirit. Listen to Truth For Life all week with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. When was the last time you watched your home movies? Do you have a VCR anymore? What about a film projector? With technology constantly changing... Most families don't have a way to enjoy their recorded memories, trapped on VHS, camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos. That's why we created Legacy Box over a decade ago. Legacy Box is an affordable mailed-in kit to have your aging media digitized to DVD, thumb drive, or the cloud. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S. Imagine being able to easily relive weddings, graduations, baby's first steps, and more. Get started future-proofing your memories today so you can gather the whole family together and begin the trip down memory lane. Plus, for a limited time, we're offering 40% off. Visit LegacyBox.com LBOX to get an exclusive 40% off. Buy today to take advantage of this incredible offer and send in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com LBOX to save 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. It's no secret that the Western Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh real estate market have exploded, especially in the last couple of years. Uh, For so long, it was easy to buy a house in our town. Really straightforward experience, but not so much anymore. Housing prices have really gone through the roof, and it's a seller's market. So, if you're looking to buy, United Faith Mortgage is a great tool in your toolbox. Their direct lender advantage, really, it's everything. It gives you the necessary help and the best deal possible on a new mortgage. Plus, the family behind United Faith Mortgage, they're open about their faith, and it's evident in how they live and especially how they do business. Hundreds and hundreds of happy people living in their dream house because of the excellence of United Faith Mortgage. Look online, United Faith Mortgage. It's a good family doing the right thing. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Does your school help your child imagine, believe, and achieve? Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon does just that. And they've partnered with this station to offer half off a year's tuition for first-time enrollees. Here, your K-6 grade student will discover their true potential with the help and love of certified teachers who bring their faith and passion for learning into the classroom using Jubilee's award-winning integrated curriculum. Get half off a year's tuition while it lasts at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Well, summertime is here. And, of course, if you're thinking in just a, a couple of months, my child, where should I send my child for the coming school year? I mean, it's a brand new day, isn't it? Well, might I suggest you look at wordfm.com. And every time of year this year, 
we uh, talk about half-price tuitions. And you can save yourself a lot of money by sending your child to a really wonderful Christian school. Here to talk to us from Cornerstone Christian Preparatory Academy is Brandon McCall. Hey, Brandon, welcome. John, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Our pleasure. Brandon, I mean, this is cool. Uh, First-time families... You're saying a child comes in to Cornerstone Christian Preparatory Academy. It's a half price. So tell us, I mean, why should I send my child to Cornerstone? You know, it's such a great question. You know, uh, one of the things it just compels me so much is first and foremost, God's Word is true, and it still is relevant. It transforms hearts and lives. And that's why we started our school, uh, to, to really teach God's Word, to get kids immersed in it, to be discipled by it. And you know, to answer that question a little further, it's funny, I just had a group of our staff in here, just powered in my office, and this morning we had another staff meeting, and these teachers don't have to be here. Yeah. You know, they're here because they want to be, and, and I think the thing that compels that is our mission of genuinely discipling young people with God's Word to train them up in the way that their family prays for every night so that moms can sleep easy and drop their kids off at the at the school in the morning and not worry about what's going to happen. Um, we can train those kids to be prepared for life and work in the real world, to give them experiences and education that are going to be adaptive to this world, that we can change and fit the needs of, of the modern world but with biblical truth. It, it, it's why we do this, John, and, and it's something we're so passionate about. And if you're a family out there listening, there's a lot of things in the world right now that have people concerned. But I would just say, you know, reach out to us and, and talk. You know, we, we, with the half-price tuition, it's an amazing opportunity, but we also give need-based financial aid because when we started this school, uh, I was in the dorm rooms at Grove City College myself, and uh, we, we just believed what we were learning at Grove City College was so important that we had to offer that to children to have authentic education and be, uh, be trained up to be leaders in this world. And um, our commitment from day one has been to not turn a family away because of money. Um, and we've, we've been true to that. So it's an amazing thing. And we're so blessed that the Lord's provided for us for, you know, for here now, 14 years for Cornerstone Prep. It's, it's an amazing thing. So if this sounds like you, if you care about God's Word, if you care about authentic excellence in education, we've taken kids across the country competing in robotics, and we've had musicals and academic excellence. It's just an unbelievable thing to watch what God's doing here. If that sounds like things that you care about, I'd really encourage you to check us out on the cornerstoneprep.net and have a conversation. Fabulous. Brandon, I mean, I hear the passion in your voice and obviously your care for the students under your charge. So this is a good thing for everyone, for the student, the family, and the school. Cornerstone Christian Preparatory Academy. We've been talking with the principal, Brandon McCall. And if you're so inclined, if you think about Cornerstone Christian Preparatory Academy, I'd encourage you to check out wordfm.com. Wordfm.com, you'll see the half-price tuition banner at the very top of the page for a listing of uh, many wonderful Christian schools throughout the area. Cornerstone Christian and Preparatory Academy. We've been talking with Brandon McCall. Brandon, thanks an awful lot. Thank you so much, John. Has the season ended? Or are we still in the season? Which season? This season of pandemic, of COVID-19, of, you know, masks and despair and separation. I mean, I've talked about that. I have it's said... Not, there, there's no... Uh, it's not like you can bookend it. You don't think? Nope. I don't think you can bookend it. I think it's going to... I think there's so many unknown consequences of where we've been 
that it's going to take years to unravel it. Well, now, I've said on the air, this is post-pandemic, and people have, you know, chided me uh, privately mm-hmm. via, you know, email and whatnot. But uh, There's a lot. We get a lot of chiding. Chiding. Wish I would get some more chives, but we are getting chiding. I planted them this year. I'll share. <laughs> but it has been, whether we are, you know, past it, or, which is what I believe, or still in it, which is what you believe, a deep season of suffering. And I would say, for a lot of us, some growth. Yeah. Coming hard, hard earned. Pastor Josh Brown is with us. Josh is the pastor at Belfield Church in Oakland. And uh, Josh, uh, welcome back. John, Kathy, thanks for having me once again. So I'm not going to expect you to be the tiebreaker between John and I, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, paper, scissor. <laughs> However, um, what do you think? I, I mean, can we look at, a, at an era like COVID and say, okay, it's over? Um, we, can we look back and say this is when it started? Or how do we look at something as cataclysmic as that? Oh, that is a tough question. I don't know. Maybe I'll try to strike a little bit of a middle road between okay. you. you. Where I, I think I think it's more like, a, I don't know if this is the best analogy or not, but I mean, I think it's more like a, a sunrise, right? There's not one specific moment where all of a sudden the sun is up. Yeah. But you do reach a point where you eventually say, huh, it's no longer dark. Um, mm. So I think it's there's probably a gradualness to it. It's going to take a while. Uh, but I think that's, that's not a great analogy because you're right, Kathy. There's going to be some lingering things that are there for a long time, uh, right? There, there's some people who have had their lives permanently changed uh, by this. They've okay. lost loved ones. They've lost jobs. They've just, uh, their mental health has, has been impacted yeah. by this in some pretty significant ways. So, yeah, I don't know that it's really, I don't know that we can really say there's a definitive kind of before and after time, but I think I think we will realize that, you know, we've come through perhaps the, the worst of it. I don't even know if that's the best way to say it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, but it has been a season, Josh, yeah, right, where we can all grab onto something. Sure. And yeah, and there has been a lot of suffering here. I mean, you know, whether it's small harms or gigantic, you know, you lose a loved one or whatever, uh, it's just been a brutal season to come through. So I think in some ways you have to acknowledge the brutality of the yeah. season we are in or passing through, and there's something to be said about acknowledging suffering. It, it is. There is, and, and we've talked. I've talked about this. I know with you guys in some different, uh, different capacities on the show, and some other times to just be uh, to acknowledge what is happening, to not try to pretend like things aren't what they are. Uh, you don't need to perhaps unnecessarily indulge uh, things more than more than we need to, but also not pretend as if this isn't what it is. It's been it's been a difficult season. I think uh, we all know that. Uh, we can be honest with ourselves and with one another when we talk about that, um, and yet know that the Lord is still who he is and he's still uh with us through those times um but yeah we can acknowledge it's tough yeah all right so whether it's covid or it's you know a a a difficult diagnosis the loss of a job um dissolution of a relationship you know whatever it is uh suffering we know uh produces character um we know that just the human condition we can see that in people but we also have further assurances and scriptures of what suffering can produce in us and of course we look at jesus um and he uh, is not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters right because hebrews tells us we also have suffered we're from the same family um so talk about how you see that josh how it can, i don't know how it can propel us forward or give us hope or you know tell us how you're looking at it yeah, well, Kathy, I'll tell you one thing I appreciate there. Whether you did it intentionally or not, I mean, you were just you were using a lot of scriptural imagery yeah. and phrasing and even language there. Um, 
which <laughs> knowing you, I'm sure, was intentional. Uh, and that's good. Yeah, you, even, even just referencing uh, the passage in Romans 5 there, you know, I heard you kind of mention about this idea. That's where Paul says that our suffering produces endurance, and endurance right. character, and character produces hope. And then he says that hope doesn't put us to shame, meaning that it's not going to be proved false. That's what he means by that. It's, it's not going to be proved to be a vain hope. It's not going to be proved to be a false hope. Uh, and the hope that he's specifically talking about is that God will make good on his word, uh, namely that word to make all things new in Christ and, and to um, yeah, bring about the fullness of, of that restoring work. So, yeah, there, there is a way in which it does, it can produce those things, um, and there, you can have seasons of growth even in the difficult times, um, and we don't always even see it see it in the moment. And I don't mean this to sound like any of those kind of, I don't mean it to sound like I'm just offering some kind of trite cliches like, oh, this will all be good in the end or at all. This is, this is good. You just don't see it yet. That, you got to be really careful with that. Sometimes we throw around that stuff a little too flippantly. Um, and yet scripture does say that these difficult times can produce for us an eternal glory that's far outweighing them all, uh, all these promises that are there. So to understand that there, there can be growth that happens during these times. Um, and that is, that's a good thing. Well, thank ultimately. goodness, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, there has to be. Well, I, agree. I think there's some payoff here, and, you know, not, not that I'm looking for that. But at, at the same time, Josh, you do wonder, you know, the season we go through, if, if as broken as we are, and of course everybody has their own barometer of their own brokenness during this season, I'm grateful that I had the Lord to lean on, that I do have the Lord to lean on, because you wonder about people who don't have faith or people who have minimal. I mean, not not to say that I'm a saint of saints, but, man, I need this, because otherwise yeah. I'm out of my mind, really. I, I left my own devices yeah. th- through this whole thing. I'm just a crazy person. Right. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Um, you know, there's a passage, it's in First Thessalonians 4.13, where Paul talks about, he says, I, he says, I don't want you to be uninformed. I don't want you to grieve like those who have no hope. Um, and he's specifically there talking about the hope of hope, which is really the promise of resurrection that we have in Jesus Christ. Um, but, but you're right, John, if, there, if there's just a grief that is there, a sorrow, a heaviness, a suffering, whatever it is, and there's nothing that it's pointing towards, then, yeah, that's bleak. <laughs> that's, that's not a good thing. Uh, and, and on the other hand, Paul is saying, in, in these difficult times, we can acknowledge them for what they are. Um, he's talking in that context about uh, believers who have died, and he's saying, yes, that, that is true. That's a hard thing. And yet, don't grieve like those who have no hope, because you do have hope. You have a hope in Jesus Christ. So he doesn't say don't grieve. I think that's an important thing there. Um, he says, brothers, I don't want you to be informed. Don't grieve, full stop. He says, I don't want you to grieve like those who have no hope. Um, so there's something that's different about the way that we can experience it. Yeah. I wonder what it will be like. You know, I mean, we're we're big in society to do postmortems after the fact, right? right. Whether we you know whether we look at you know wars or you know a presidential ca- administration or no. catastrophes like nine eleven, right? It takes a long time for us to go down the road, and then we sort of coalesce and look at that spiritually, intellectually, philosophically, as a society, as the world. So, yeah. what what fruit will come from this? Because I do believe, of course, that there will be great fruit com- that comes from this. Like you say, we just can't see it now. But whether it's personal or societal, national or worldwide, there is obviously good things that will come from our suffering. Yeah, there can again. There can be, um, and and I think that it depends sort of on it depends on on how we are uh, or 
I should say, where we are turning in the midst of those times, right? Mm-hmm. So, like I was saying a moment ago, if you hit the hard times and you have nowhere to turn, or you just throw up your hands in despair and just say, this is just the way it is, a kind of fatalistic nihilism or something like that, then, then that's not going to produce anything good. It's just going to continue to spiral inward on itself. Right. Um, but, you know, as you were talking there, John, the passage that came to mind, uh, one I preached on just a little bit ago out of Belfield is uh, at the beginning of the letter that Paul wrote that we call Second Corinthians, at the beginning of Second Corinthians, he's there talking about the, the affliction that he went through. Uh, and at the end of that letter, he lists all the incredible things that's profound things that he suffered there. Uh, and he says this, and this is Second Corinthians 1, 9, and this, this is one that the verse that stuck out to me a lot over the last few months. There Paul says, uh, Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Mm-hmm. So I, I found that to be a great little way of, of kind of encapsulating that thought. Is Read that, that one the, more time, Josh. Yeah, sure. Sorry. This is uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. Paul says, Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. So what he's doing there, what it's point, what, what I see in that is him saying, when, when you feel like, uh, kind of, when you get to the point of feeling like we've received the sentence of death, I mean, that, 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 that's a deep despair for Paul. That's far beyond the, I had a rough day, I'm going to console myself with a pint of Ben & Jerry's. That's a... He said, I, I, thought it was, I thought this was a sentence of death. I thought all hope was lost. Uh, and he says, but, th- but that was so that I'd stopped relying on myself, uh, stopped thinking that I was going to be the one to get myself through this somehow, stopped thinking that if I just grit my teeth and you know, bear down, I can make it through somehow. He says, I got to a point where it forced me to look outside of myself to the God who raises the dead, and that's exactly where I need to be. Um, so that, that's not an easy sequence to work through. But I look at that and I see, okay, that, that's, where, that's where we should end up. If we get to that point of saying, you know what, this made me realize that, that I, I can't look to myself for deliverance, ultimately, that I've got to look to the God who raises the dead, because he's the only one who can deal with these things. If that's where you end up, then that's where you should be. So that's a good thing. That is a good thing. All right, Josh, that's a good word. Thanks for being with us. Before you leave us, though, talk to us about Belfield. You're right uh, in the Oakland neighborhood of the city of Pittsburgh across from the uh, Pitt Bookstore. What's going on with Belfield? We are, yeah. We're right in the middle of the university communities here. So uh, in, in some ways, things are a little bit quieter in the, in the summer season for us, but there's a lot of good stuff happening still. Just uh, We continue to work with the community around here, the medical systems, uh, just being here, presence in Oakland. So we've got... Uh, in-person and live stream worship options that people can join in on. You can find those all on our website. Uh, a lot of things that we're gearing up for for the fall, but uh, we want to find ways where we can just do do the simple things that we've been told to do, to love the Lord and to love those around us in ways that are real and tangible and, and practical. I'm into that. Where, where can we find you on the web, Josh? Yeah, belfield.org. Very simple. Just belfield.org. Always good, Josh. Thanks for the good word. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Our great pleasure. Reverend Josh Brown, Belfield Presbyterian Church in the Oakland neighborhood. We come back. The world's first weight loss device. It's a device. (laughs) If you struggle with weight loss, like I think a lot of us do, well, this may be for you. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and, of course, paper pusher. 
but not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. We want everybody to have a level of comfort knowing that they're in a safe environment, that they're in a caring environment, and that their health and well-being is our top priority. At Stock Family Dentistry, exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. We are constantly screening both ourselves and patients. I want my patients to know that we are there for them. When they are ready, we are here. You're going to be safe. You're going to be well cared for. On Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. I'm Pastor Tom Hall. Did you know that First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, is the oldest anything in Pittsburgh? Older than any newspaper, school, or business. Join us Sundays in person at 1045 a.m. Hear the timeless good news of Jesus Christ. We'll be social distancing and keeping everyone safe, so let us know you're coming at fpcp.org. It's Mattress Firm's 4th of July sale. For a limited time, save up to $500 on a king bed for a queen price on top-rated mattress brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base with your $999 purchase. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Severe thunderstorm watch is in effect through this evening for tonight. Considerable cloudiness. It'll be humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Those storms through the early evening can reduce flash flooding and damaging winds. We'll see a low of 67. Cloudy and humid tomorrow with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm. Watch for flash flooding. We'll see a high tomorrow of 74. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. who uh, have convinced dentists to wire their, their mouths shut as a method of, to control the reading. Well, now there's a new Okay, device. first off, I've never heard of that. You may have. Well, yeah, I've heard of that. Okay. Just wanted to weigh in. People, you know, help me, help me, right? So now there is a new, it's, it's the, researchers have said this is a, uh, a new weight loss device. It's called the Dental Slim Diet Control. Now, it has the same results, uh, maybe a bit more subtle. According to the University of Otago, this is in the UK, 
Researchers who have developed the gadget consist of a set of custom manufactured locking bolts that attach to the wearer's back teeth and allow the wearer to open their mouths only about two millimeters, restricting them to a liquid diet, but it allows free speech and does not restrict breathing. Okay, now, not very free speech. Two millimeters. It's not very much. How are you doing there? Uh, uh, Well... We're going to do the two-millimeter show tomorrow. Uh, what's going on there? I, well, I think you can move your tongue enough, right? So, yeah, it might be okay. Would you do this? No, because it's not sustainable. I don't. I try not to do any – and believe me, I have struggled with my weight very much at different points in my life. But if, if it's not something that's sustainable, it's not something that you should do. The beauty of it, here's what I'm going to continue on here. The beauty of it is that once patients are fitted with the device, after two or three weeks, they can have the magnets, apparently it's disengaged. They could then have a period with a less restricted diet and then go back into treatments. Okay. Okay, so they're saying if you get yourself out of like a, maybe a... Mindset. Right. I don't know. I don't know either. I just feel like there has to be something that's a little more... I'm looking at the photograph here that's a lot well this is i mean that's just a lot yeah i did have a problem last night though i'm making this into a lighthearted segment now okay because i well let me just tell you this it was very 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 hot in our house last night without air conditioning i'm yep. guessing yours was similar <laughs> no, it was and we i were good and this might surprise you i was extremely crabby oh I was really, really annoyed with all things. Okay, so around nine o'clock, my husband said, "You know what? Let's all go to Sheets and, and get do- some ice cream." Exactly. <laughs> we did the same thing. No, you did yes, it. We did. That, we did. That's we, crazy. We wait, wait. I should say not we. I should say they did. I and sat, brought it back to you. Yes, they did. You're living the life of a king. <laughs> I sat in the backyard. Yeah. Anyway, what, what'd you get? Uh, I got a vanilla Coke uh-huh. and. The Ruffles chips with the jalapeno lime. That's not, I thought you were getting ice cream. No, I, well, I was going to, oh. but then I decided I wanted this more, and uh-huh. so I went home. I that That's the most delicious chip I ever had in my life. The, the jalapeno what? Lime. Uh-huh. Listen. But it didn't I, really make you cooler. Not at all. Just it, just, it, just made me, it just made me feel better. <laughs> it was better that than drinking a beer, right? Something like that. Exactly. I mean, I didn't. But I'm telling you, that's a lot of calories to take in, but I feel felt totally, better. I felt totally fine about yeah, it. We did the same thing. You know, seriously, we're sitting around, uh, my wife and my kids, and they're like, oh, let's go. So they went out to Sheets. They first they went to to um, Rita's. Rita's was closed. Then they tried to go to Giant Eagle. Giant Eagle was closed. So then they ended up at Sheets, uh-huh. and they brought back uh, Klondikes. Nice Klondikes. Yeah. What kind? Uh, just regular. Okay. That's, you know, because it's Sheets, so you're kind of limited as to what you have. Yeah, but it was. Believe me, I was happy to have a Klondike. It made oh. me feel better. But for those who are suffering and you have to have your Mouth closed. Right. I'm, I'm, this, that's, I'm, I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm trying to bring some levity to a difficult situation. That's really tough. All right. We'll take a quick break. Come back. Ann Kennedy's with us in a few minutes. Ann's a regular guest on our show. She's going to talk about he was a bad, bad father. That's straight ahead. We're Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. The Ride Home with John and Kathy here on Word FM. Mm-hmm. 
101.5 WORD. And they lived happily ever after. Ever wonder if they did? (laughs) Well, marriage is not a fairy tale. It's a great adventure. That's why Family Life Today wants to give you their Love You Better plan, 30 days to love your spouse better. You'll also be entered to win a Family Life Love Like You Mean It marriage cruise with money to cover additional expenses. Enter today and every day. Go to wordfm.com slash love. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Now, the first night you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD. I read the reviews, and it gives me hope. SotoWeightLoss.com, you should go read the reviews there. They put all the Google reviews there, so it's candid. I mean, you get a real-world response. Listen to Howard. Howard is the man. Howard said, in 22 weeks, I've let go of 80 pounds of unwanted fat weight. What is 80 pounds? I don't even know. 80 pounds is a, it's like a sixth grader, bro. I bet your knees and your back feel awesome. Congratulations, Howard. Howard did this. Karen did this. I'm, I'm reading all the reviews right now. Vicky did this. Michael, Michelle, Lisa. 4.8 stars, 4,600 reviews. Read them for yourself at SotaWeightLoss.com. S-O-T-A WeightLoss.com is state of the art. I'll give you the secret. A lot of people won't give you the secret. Here's the secret. Eat nutritious food that soda will help you with. Time it just right. Watch the fat melt off. Never to return again. Now it's 256, got down to 193. That was like four years ago. I'm living proof. I'm John Hudson in Dallas, Texas. If I can do it, you can do it. Go to Soda Weight Loss. It works. SodaWeightLoss.com. S-O-T-A WeightLoss.com. It's state of the art. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7-365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. Everybody needs a team, right? Be part of a team. I, you and I are a team, John. We are a team. That's right. We're a team of two right now. Mm-hmm. Right? We're going to grow in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. But uh, some people, you know. I mean, well, we're not having a child. <laughs> no. no. I don't mean that. that. I'm not, I don't mean that. No, I meant, you know, we've lost Mike Duffy and uh, <laughs> we're going to grow in a little bit. Wow. No, no I'm good not saying. Good thing I cut that off at the past. Thank you. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying, you know, it's good to have a team. Let's go back to that. <laughs> What the heck? Our next guest has a team of eight, whether it's a blogging team or a cleaning team. Ann Kennedy is with us. She's a regular guest on our show. Ann is the guest of uh, or the host of, um, of Patheos blog, and uh, we follow her very closely, preventinggrace.com. We do follow her very closely, do we not? Ann, uh, thanks for coming on the air today. 
It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. By saying we follow you closely, it's not like we're stalkers or something. <laughs> like we're sitting outside your kitchen window or something. <laughs> no, it's fine. I welcome all all people into my life. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll talk. We'll put some parameters on that later. Anyway, um, so, Anne, um, you have written about, I'm going to read this right from uh, the piece that you put up online. Um, you said that the daily lection is Jephthah being one of the prime examples in the Bible of someone as obtuse as a bag of hammers. Um, so for people who have not been acquainted with the story of Jephthah, and first of all, you've probably tell us what the daily election is for those of us who are not um, uh, of that denominational perspective. But second of all, tell us why you've chosen Jephthah. So, I well, in the Anglican Church, we are, uh, of course, you can just read your Bible the way, however you want to do that. But if you are really Anglican, you'll follow the daily lectionary and the Sunday lectionary. So the daily lectionary will get you through the Bible in two years with almost all the texts. They do leave some things out. Uh, You you should read it in the morning and the evening, and you'll have like three or four psalms a day and an Old Testament lesson, a New Testament lesson, and a gospel divided between the morning and the evening. And then on Sunday, you get another three-year cycle of things. But so today, in morning prayer, the reading, we've been going through Judges, which is super fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we've had Gideon. He's okay. But today we had Jephthah. He's not okay. And he is not okay. So if you read Judges, you'll see that, that it gets worse and worse. Each judge is a little more sketchy than the last one. These are not models of good... Um, Christian behavior, and Jephthah defeats—he he bargains with God, even though God told him that he would defeat his enemies. Um, Jephthah still kind of in the vein of Gideon is like, well, if you really do help me, then I'll give you whatever comes out of my house first when I get back from the war as a burnt offering or as a sacrifice, and. Of course, he thinks that the first thing that comes out of his house is going to be a goat or, um, you know, a sheep or a chicken. I don't know. Something like that. He doesn't expect his daughter to be the person that comes out Mm. to congratulate him on his great military beat. And so um, then he that's the first problem. The second problem is that he then could have and you can see that Israel doesn't is not paying attention to the law of God at this point at all. He could have read the law and realized that if you make a bad vow to the Lord, you can still not keep that vow and apologize, and God will forgive you on the basis of his own mercy and the sacrifice system that ultimately points to Christ, of course. But Jephthah doesn't know that either, and so he, um, go, he well, there's a little bit of, um, we're not really sure if he actually sacrificed her as a, a burnt offering or something, or if he sent her uh, to be a virgin forever. And there's good um, there's good points on both sides. He could really have killed her, um, or or he might have just sent her away um, to not never be married. So uh, either way, it's terrible. The, the ultimate bad, bad father, so you say. Yes, yes. <laughs> he, he was a bad 
Father. And I, it, um, there's a history of reading that text. If you look at the difference between Jephthah and his daughter, you'll see that he is a bad, bad father. But Jephthah is a good, good, or his daughter is a good, good daughter. Mm-hmm. And she responds to this terrible fate that, that's been, befallen her, as every Christian should respond to God, which is to say, um, let it be done to me according to your will, which kind of sounds a little bit like another thing in the New Testament, um, that you say to God, well, whatever bad thing has come to me, I trust you, and I'm willing to die for you, and I'm, you handle the the fallout of that. And ultimately in Christ, we uh, rise again. His, his death is the, the death that belongs to us, and when we give ourselves to him, he um, he rests us forever. So obviously if in the text, the contrast between the father and the daughter is supposed to be there. You're supposed to see that one of them is doing the right thing and one's doing the wrong. And then the other thing you should see is that God is a good, good judge, a good, good father, mm-hmm. and he takes care of his children. And um, that who knows if Jephthah got to go to heaven or not. I think we could speculate about that, but certainly he's not the hero. That's for sure. Ann Kennedy's with us. Ann is the author of Nailed It, 365 Sarcastic Devotionals for Angry and Worn Out People. Um, and for people who are listening to the show who haven't read the Bible, um, or for people who are listening to who have, I think it's important to highlight that there are a lot of bad dads, right, that are talked about in the Bible. It's not like the Bible's a collection of, like, happy fables about, you know, good, <laughs> decent people. Well, there are so many bad, bad fathers there are so many bad, there's bad daughters in the Bible. There's yeah. bad, uh, there are so many bad people. And I mean, that's one reason why it's an exciting and good book just to read for its own sake, because it's so exciting. Um, and good books have bad people in them um, because ultimately God is good. And the mm-hmm. contrast between us and him is one of the fascinating things that a person can think about but um yeah you shouldn't go into it thinking that you're going to hear a good moral story and if you read judges you'll see that it actually gets even worse than this that's the amazing thing is that they get even worse and it should make you long for um the hope of the gospel which is that jesus um is able to cope with all the the deep and terrible wickedness of humanity that has been deeply terrible from the dawn of time. Um, So we're not getting worse, really. We've always been bad, and God has always been good. Yeah, and, and I think for a lot of people, and you know, when you read the Bible and you read, you know, was Jephthah, I mean, I'm bargaining here, right? And and I, and I find myself, I'm going to bargain sometimes with God, and I think that is so foolish. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, you know, I I read and I see and I go, that's me. I'm I'm the same as that guy. I'm the same as that character, and you know, for better or worse, I'm sorting myself out hopefully to, you know, a new life in Christ. But while I'm going through this process, it's not necessarily good or fun, but at least I see those people who've also followed along the same path of stupidity and foolishness that I do. It it didn't end well for them, but there's still hope for me because of Jesus. Right. You can be, I didn't, I was going to use the word more than a bag of hammers today, but I felt bad. So I said, as a a bag of hammers, you can be the dullest bulb in the box and God can save you from your sin and from yourself. 
he can rescue you no matter what terrible vows you've made, what bad things you've done, how you have hurt other people. His mercy and grace is for you. And so it should be immensely comforting to look at the dumpster fire of Jephthah and find that even in that, God is already putting clues about how he's going to redeem the world. Um, the beautiful sacrifices that that um, eventually his own, that Mary, his mother, makes so that he can come into the world. And, and how we are called into that. We're brought into this rich and terrible, but also... Um, amazing story to be saved from our sins. Yeah, isn't that the truth? And every time I talk about moms or dads, uh, biblically speaking, um, I'm always I always think about people who are reading the Bible for the first time and they had a bad dad or they had a bad mom or they had a you know unhappy family. And I I just think about how uh, you know joyous it is to think that God is the Redeemer. Um, he is a good dad and he is a good mom. And he can give us a good family. And so, I don't know, as we conclude, why don't you talk about that? Because, you know, there is a contrast. It's, it's, um, it's not just uh, that Jesus becomes our good, you know, role model, um, but he's actually, you know, a good father. Right. So, I mean, God, you should, if you, that in some ways, it's, it's it's even more rich for you. If you had a bad, if your father was of the the Jephthah variety, um, that's so terrible. And um, you, yeah, you, you're supposed to look at God and see that he is nothing like your human father, um, that he would never have treated you that way. And that he has the, the power to rescue out of that and to restore the, his his that he in his fatherhood he can provide for you he can protect you he can do all the things that Jephthah was supposed to do for his daughter and didn't do he can um, uh, rejoice over you and be glad mm-hmm. with you and provide for you and um, that's who he is I mean Psalm is kind of funny but he is a good good father yeah. and um, and and he also in Christ is a good good husband. If you've had a bad bad husband, Jesus is not that guy. He is a good um, bridegroom. He he goes to the ends of the world to rescue you from all the peril that comes to you. And um, so you can trust God in all the ways that He relates to us as father, as husband, even as the hen that gathers the the chicks under his wings. He is everything that we need and um it is it feels dangerous because life is dangerous but he is good and so it's okay to trust him and he will give you back the years that are squandered by your bad bad family very good and Kennedy, you can follow her very closely as we do dailypreventinggrace.com, where she does blog. Also find her. Her book is called Nailed It, 365 Sarcastic Devotionals for Angry and Worn Out People. And always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Come back in just a few minutes. Philadelphia and Pittsburgh are getting rid of plastic bags. Year after year, it's the same routine. Drop off the taxes, pick up the taxes, leave a check. 
Maybe it's time to work with a business CPA who is less transactional and more relational. For Mike Radich and the team at MGR CPA and Consultants, it's about more than crunching the numbers. It's about getting the advice you need for complex tax issues and business solutions. It's just a better return. MGR CPA and Consultants. Honesty, integrity, always at MGRCPA.com. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Now, the first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD. Does your school help your child imagine, believe, and achieve? Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon does just that. And they've partnered with this station to offer half off a year's tuition for first-time enrollees. Here, your K-6 grade student will discover their true potential with the help and love of certified teachers who bring their faith and passion for learning into the classroom using Jubilee's award-winning integrated curriculum. Get half off a year's tuition while it lasts at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Why doing it right roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. Federated Mortgages, home is where the heart is. Saturday at 7 a.m., Craig Schweiger welcomes Penguins Pirates chaplain Dr. Brad Henderson, founder of the Pittsburgh Kids Foundation. Learn about their incredible work with kids here in Pittsburgh and in Haiti. Plus, receive valuable and trustworthy information for seniors 62 and older about reverse mortgages during the show or by calling Craig at 412-866-HOME. Sponsored by Federated Reverse Mortgage in Pittsburgh. Home is where the heart is, where mortgage meets ministry. Saturday mornings at 7 on 101.5 FM WORD. Equal opportunity is the cornerstone of the American dream. Being employed gives us the confidence to be financially independent. We feel useful and respected. But what if you were one of the 81% of adults with developmental differences who do not have a paid job? Join the SunTrust Foundation in supporting Autism Speaks, Best Buddies, and Special Olympics in creating pathways to 1 million employment and leadership opportunities for this talented community. Visit DeliveringJobs.org to learn more. Plastic bag, the grocery bag. Yeah, I don't love it. Well, I mean, I'm glad for it. I mean, it's not like I want to, you know, look a gift horse in the mouth. I appreciate the fact that, especially during COVID, when they outlawed the cloth bags, right? Right, it was a good thing that we had them. Well, they're everywhere. But I don't like them at all. I'd ditch them in a second. What do you think? Well, I mean, I take my dog for a walk in the morning. Oh yeah, for dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Right. My dog, you know, and. uh, but, you know, as I walk my neighborhood, you do see them. I mean, they're in storm drains. Or I hate that. In the curb, um, right. in the parking lots, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're just part of what it is to be alive in the 20th or 21st century. It really is. It's not helping the uh, globe very much. Well, the it? environmental aspects of it, right, not good. Right. And so there's been a big pushback about, you know, the plastic bags. Now, it looks as though that uh, the uh, state senate, in their infinite wisdom, 
which is a whole other story, has been chided into saying that we are going to allow individual cities and townships and municipalities to decide whether they want to allow plastic bags. Sure. Which, of course, is really upsetting to the grocery industry. Now, when you go to like a place like Aldi, right? I mean, Aldi's doesn't have plastic bags. You bring your own bags. Right. Or you, you know, have to... Well, that that's why it was annoying to me that we were not allowed to bring, you know, our cloth bags into other establishments. Right. Because you could take them into Aldi. Right. So why can't you take them into some other place? Well, that's passed. So would you... Would Does this sit well with you to get rid of... I'm fine with it. Me too. No problem. Me too. I'm all in favor. What about paper bags? I love paper bags. Yeah, me too. Trader Joe's, paper bags. All right. Only. So I would say probably soon, I would think within the year here... Plastic bags yeah, might, at least in that. the city of Pittsburgh, would find their way, you know, gone from our daily use. I won't miss it. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, tune in, and on radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. They're not giving up. Surfside Mayor Charles Burkett says fighting survivors of a condo collapse remains a top priority. This is going to go until we pull everybody out of there. Um, this is our number one effort, and I very much appreciate that, and I know the families appreciate that, and we'll all keep working to make that happen. Four more bodies have been found in the rubble of the collapsed condo tower, raising the death toll in the disaster to 16 people. 147 people still unaccounted for. Bill Cosby has been released from prison after Pennsylvania's highest court overturned his sexual assault conviction and charges were dropped. The 83-year-old Cosby has served more than two years at a state prison near Philadelphia. On Wall Street now, stocks remain mixed. The Dow is ahead 182 points, but the Nasdaq is down 19. This is SRN News. The following is a true story. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or we'll give your money back. That's what makes us different. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-611-3113. That's 800-611-3113. 800-611-3113. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even 
decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through June 30th. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage maker. For all licensing information, go to Analyst Consumer Access. Or corporate Analyst Number 1330. Equal Housing Lender. I license Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Severe thunderstorm watch is in effect through this evening for tonight. Considerable cloudiness. It'll be humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Those storms through the early evening can produce flash flooding and damaging winds. We'll see a low of 67. Cloudy and humid tomorrow with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm. Watch for flash flooding. We'll see a high tomorrow of 74. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. I regularly feel like an idiot. I can't wait to hear the rest of the story. I just regularly feel like an idiot. Okay. Okay, during the break, I thought, oh, maybe I'll go and, like, um, have a little something to drink. So I went into the kitchen here. Now, look, we haven't been here forever. Because of COVID, not because it's been a long time since we've come to work. So there's a Keurig machine back there. Yeah. I'll, I'll make myself a little cup of coffee. Okay. For the life of me. You couldn't figure out how to work I it. Get, I'm back there. I that seems pressing. like a straightforward machine. I thought it was too. All right. I, mean, I thought I'm pressing mm-hmm. buttons. It's mm-hmm. making some noise. And then mm-hmm. I thought, you know, after it made the noise, you know, then it would spit some coffee out. Well, it hasn't. I'm sitting there. I put half and half in my cup. I'm all ready to go. <laughs> And I'm like, I can't, I got the clock is running out there. And so it was breakfast blend. I was like. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to have that blend, are well, you? Well, I, I don't know. No. I guess not. You know what happened to me yesterday that's like, I, you know, you think to yourself, regular humans do these things. Yeah. Like, what's people, wrong with me? Adults like, do people this. People are able to do this. Okay, so this is what happened. So we had an appointment for our cats to go to the vet yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, our cats hate it. Of course, yeah. Hate it. Now, some cats or some animals tolerate it. Tolerate it. Yeah. I mean, our cats are just, they af- absolutely hate it. Anyway, so so getting the animals into the carrier 
is like some kind of gargantuan feat, especially with our male cat because he's very strong mm-hmm. and big. Yeah, yeah. And you can't so trick him. We, we can't. We we tried, man. We tried so hard, but so. So my husband's holding him. We go to put him in the carrier. He completely, I mean, outrageously freaks out. He scratches my husband's uh, arm. Like, I mean, he looks like he was, my husband looks uh, like he was in a street fight. And he flips around in a circle, not my husband, the, the cat, and just expels fur. Like, like it was like a whirling dervish, yeah. right? Took off. And, of course, all this is happening was 95 degrees in our house, right? <laughs> anyway, finally, we – so we get him back. We It's it's my daughter, my husband, and I. It took three of us to wrestle him into this cat carrier, oh, right? Get them in the car. The three of us are all traumatized. Both cats are crying, weeping plaintively, and – this is the worst part – trembling. Like, just, like, shaking, like, you know, we're going to drop them off of a cliff. Right. So we get to the vet. This is what normal people do. They take their cats to the vet. Yeah. That's all they do. We get to the vet. Everybody has to wait in their cars because of COVID regulations still. Of course. So we call to check in, and the woman says, I'm sorry. We've closed our open appointments for the day. <laughs> so you have to go home. Oh, the worst. So guess what? We get we get to do this whole thing over again. Again tomorrow. <sighs> and I thought to my, we're on our way home. Three of us are in stunned silence. My husband and my daughter and I. We're like after the war that <laughs> What happened? <laughs> look what's happening behind you. Well, hey, look. Oh, a hand appears. Wow, a hand has oh, appeared. Look. Look it, at that. It's magic. That is so oh, What's in there? It's a little breakfast. Fresh brewed coffee. Breakfast brew. Was, Kudos. Wait, wait, all of a sudden, do we have a magical assistant? Kudo. Well, that's the hand that showed up. The hand that feeds us. God bless you. That's management at its absolute See, best. you know what that was? That No, that's someone. That's a human who knows how to do a thing. He does. <laughs> Technically capable. Right. So you doing. have your coffee. If I could find a human to just help me to know how to take my animals yeah. to the veterinarian, right. oh, wait, 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 I would he, also appreciate hold that. Hold on. He's saying he burned his hand. Sorry there. Oh, but it is warm. I do. Okay, listen. That's a great story. It's not a great story. It's no, a no. horrible story. I did the same. Okay, so I had a dog for years who I loved. His name was Mick. Mick was like Mick Heel, and he'd be like, I could walk yes. anywhere with Mick. Same with my cat. I'll take. I can. I, I say his name out loud, no matter where he is in the house. He's right at my feet. I would take that dog to the vet. He became like the yes. devil. Mm-hmm. They. They would see me coming, and they would have to put the, these gigantic Gloves mitts on. on. Yes, those, like mitts. Yes. And the dog would be like, <laughs> I would leave there like, this is horrible. I would like, oh. You hate yourself. Oh, you worst. love this animal's my pal, oh. right? And look what I've done to him. Oh, the worst. So guess what I'm doing. Tranquilize yourself. Well, we're tranquilizing him. Yes, there you go. Bingo. Okay. I called the vet today. I said, right. "People, like you have to help me out here. Like <laughs> we're bringing it. We're bringing him in tomorrow, and I want him Give to live. Something. I need either medicate him or me. Yeah, something. <laughs> Something's got to happen here. So, what? We're, on the way home, I'm picking up the pills. Good for you. Hey. Whatever works, right? Because you're just trying to help the animal. I just don't want him to be so terrified. Right. I don't want to emotionally scar this creature that I love so deeply yes. with this experience. Oh, it's just the absolute just hard to be alive. worst. Anyway, it's, that's what adults do. And apparently we've got an adult in the room who knows how to make a cup of coffee and on an automatic coffee-making machine. <laughs> right. Like a, 
I'm such a boob. How do you look? When you look yourself in the mirror sometimes, I do this all the time. Look yourself in the mirror and you kind of go, what the heck is going on? <laughs> you were supposed what to be. The... You were supposed to be capable. What has happened to you, mister? <laughs> you know, the, this, how much of self-loathing mm-hmm. can a person care? Right. I think it's a common thing. I is think it, not? it is. I think it is. Seriously. What has happened to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and you get this feeling that everyone around you is, oh. is, is doing it. Like, right. whatever. Like, they like, are successful. They're balancing they're their happy, checkbook within a penny. They're, they're, they're in shape. They're healthy emotionally right. and physically. And then... They, there's me, and you're just incompetent. You can't do a thing. You're useless. You're just the worst. Everyone hates you. What are you even thinking? Why are you breathing? That's right? exactly. That's what all three of us, oh. riding home in silence from the vet yesterday, were thinking. That alone, that alone draws you closer to God. Seriously. If it's I don't so have God in my life, I've taken that bridge about 5,000 times. It's so, uh, listen. Seriously. Listen. 5,000 plus. Listen, in the car, as we're cruising back to the homestead, realizing that we have invested in our angst, my husband is scarred for life. Right. right that, okay. We've completely <laughs> failed at this. There's dead silence. All you can hear is the sad whimper of the animals. At that point, I'm turning up the radio. Hey, let's tune into the ride home. Anyway. Thanks for joining us for our existential angst over a cup of coffee. Coming up next, Dr. Kurt Thompson, psychiatrist in private practice. We need one, man. He's going to talk about reading scripture on the right side of the brain, but really we might bring up the fact that we're just just, incompetent. No, just filled with self-loathing, which is a whole other story. 101.5 101.5 WORD. Dr. Michael Youssef. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 51 and 52, he said, listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we'll all be changed in a flash at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. Make plans to join us this week on Leading the Way. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. Procrastinators, this commercial is for you. And don't worry, it will air tomorrow as well in case that's better for you. We all procrastinate at some things, right? For me, it's letting my crazy grass grow. But when it comes to procrastinating, there's always a light bulb moment where we finally realize I've waited too long. Like when the squirrels in my yard disappear other than their tails. It's Ryan. And last year, mortgage rates dropped to historic lows. Then they went up a bit. But as of late, they've dropped back down, which means that many homeowners could still refinance today and save significant monthly and lifelong money. At United Faith Mortgage, we're not really fans of saying, act now. You don't need another company yelling at you. But if you're the procrastinator who feels like they've waited too long, you should know that it may not be too late. Know that we'll do most of the work and that it'd be our honor to help at United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Excuse me. Why don't you have life insurance yet? I've got diabetes, and I know the price will be through the roof for the pre-existing condition. Well, actually, SelectQuote makes it easy to get very affordable life insurance, even if you have a health issue. I'm listening. 
you'll get quotes from some of the country's most trusted carriers. Even with your diabetes, you can get around $250,000 in insurance for as little as a dollar a day. That would be amazing. <laughs> What's it called again? Select Quote. Just call or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote. Get the coverage you need at a price you can afford. Call 1-800-694-1010 or go to selectquote.com today. That's 1-800-694-1010 or selectquote.com. Selectquote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. Considering a Christian education? Champion Christian School is partnering with this station to offer half off a year's tuition for first-time enrollees. For parents in the Uniontown area, Champion presents an outstanding public school alternative for pre-K through 12th grade students at their campuses in Donegal and Champion, featuring strong academics, certified teachers, and a developmental approach that helps every child reach their God-given potential. That's half off a year's tuition while it lasts at wordfn.com slash tuitions. Well, summertime, and I think a lot of people are looking forward to August, September, kids back in school, hopefully in a you know traditional format. Well, at Word FM, we've been producing our half-price tuition event for years, and so many hundreds of students have received a great gift by getting half-price tuition at quality Christian schools all throughout Western Pennsylvania. It's going on right now. I would encourage you to check out wordfm.com. And with that in mind, Dan Gwilt joins us. Dan is the principal at First Baptist Christian School of Butler. Hey, Dan, thanks for coming along. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure, Dan. Okay, so so talk to us. I mean, First Baptist Christian School of Butler, I don't know it. So if people said, Dan, why should I send my child to First Baptist Christian School? What would you say? Well, First Baptist Christian School is a pre-K through 12th grade school located in the city of Butler. Our goal is to create successful students for God's glory. And although we teach from a Baptist perspective, we are an open enrollment school that accepts students from all denominations. First Baptist Christian School is a family-focused school with many students and family activities throughout the year. And we are one of the more affordable Christian schools in the area. First Baptist is a member of the Southwest Christian Athletic League, and we offer a number of sports teams for both boys and girls. Also, our juniors and seniors have the opportunity to attend the Butler Votech to learn a variety of trade skills that will help them succeed in the workforce, and those classes will count towards their graduation. And finally, like other Christian schools, our teachers genuinely care for the students and are not here for the paycheck, but to minister to the spiritual and academic needs of the students. It is the family atmosphere that helps make First Baptist Christian School of Butler special. Dan, I mean, for all those reasons, K through 12, the teachers, the community, the caring, the excellence of the education, it sounds fabulous. First Baptist Christian School of Butler, they're part of our half-price tuition event that's going on right now. So if you're a first-time family, a very first-time student, and you think, this might be for me, I would encourage you to check it out online at wordfm.com. You'll see the half-price tuition banner at the top of the page at wordfm.com and encourage you to click First Baptist Christian School of Butler for your child in this coming school year. Dan Gwilt, thanks an awful lot. Always appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you very much for having me. WordFM.com, half-price tuition. Check it out now. The 
The doctor in, is in. Psychiatrist Dr. Kurt Thompson is with us. Dr. Thompson is a psychiatrist in private practice in Falls Church, Virginia, the author of The Soul of Shame, retelling the stories we believe about ourselves here today to talk to us about reading scripture on the right side of the brain. Dr. Thompson, welcome to the show. How are you? John and Kathy, I'm well, and it's great to be with you. Thank you. Terrific. Okay, so what does it mean to read Scripture on the right side? First of all, what does the right side of your brain do? Well, you know, we uh, it, it's, it's kind of common practice for us to talk about the fact that we have a right and left hemisphere of the brain, and they do you know they do these different things. Sure. And one of the most important things that differentiates them is uh, kind of how they pay attention to the world, right? So if my left brain uh, tends to pay attention to the world really kind of analytically, really specifically. It really wants to dial in and make sure it can know all the answers to all the puzzles, to all the questions. It wants to know how to solve the problem. My And, and so therefore it has to kind of keep the world at a distance. It's also the part of my brain that tends to like to know about the world in terms of facts. Not a lot of emotion going on there, but a lot of facts that are going on there. Yeah. My right brain tends to be the part of my brain that gets involved when I am kind of taking in experiences of joy and gladness and oh. connection with other people. Okay. Where my left brain wants to keep things at a distance so that I can look at it and analyze it, my right brain brings things in close so that I can encounter it, so that I can have relationship with it. Now, the thing is, I need both of these parts of my mind to work in sure. order for me to live my life well, I need to be able to analyze and know how to change the tire so that I can change the tire so that I can go to the airport and pick up my wife with whom I want to have an encounter. And so I'm always wanting to, of course, analyze things, factually understand things through my left brain, but always in the service of moving me toward relationship, which I largely encounter through my right brain. What does that have to do then? with how we encounter God, and especially how we encounter His Word. We read the Bible, and the Bible is full of words. And if we, uh, we know that memorizing Scripture, for instance, is a powerful tool to form us into the image of Jesus. It's a powerful tool for doing that. But one of our challenges is that we often end up thinking about Scripture and even our relationship with God largely through the left side of my brain. If I read Scripture, I know the words. That's where my language center is, in the left side of my brain. I can memorize the 23rd Psalm, but if I have not encountered it in a viscerally felt way, it's only going to be words on a page that now end up in my left brain that don't do much to transform me. If I read the third chapter of Colossians, where in in, 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 in the opening sentences of the third chapter we read, for you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Those are beautiful words, but like, I have no idea what they mean if I can't appropriate them, if I can't make sense of them in terms of what I actually feel in my body, with what, what, what I encounter. And so one of the things that's really important for us to be doing as we read the Scriptures is to make sure that we're not just reading words to know what the words say, but beginning to activate our imaginations to wonder, what would it be like for me? If I'm reading the Gospel of Mark and I'm reading about Jesus' encounter 
with a demoniac in Mark chapter 5, what would it be like for me to be there? Mm -hmm. What is it like for me to hear Jesus turn to me and say, feed my sheep? You know, one of the... uh, one of the more compelling, now this, 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 other people may have other experiences of this, but you may be familiar with the new kind of television and online show, The Chosen. And I had begun to watch this recently, and uh, one of its newest episodes, I understand, is, is supposed to drop tonight. And one of the things that has really struck me was how compelling these characters are, not least of which the, 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 the character who's play, who plays Jesus. When we watch this show, we find that the Jesus that I read about in Scripture comes alive in a way that actually touches my heart. heart. Okay, so, and that's, yeah, and that's your right brain. That's right. This, this sense that I sense and feel and image things such that, as I've told some people, like Jonathan Rumi, who is the, the, the actor who plays Jesus, I said, like, I'm going to Brooklyn. I'm going to find where this guy lives, and I'm going to bring him home and make him live in my guest room. <laughs> I because get that. I want to. I want to be having coffee with this Jesus every single morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he's not just words on a page. Right. And so, my invitation to our listeners is that when we are when we are reading the scriptures, it's crucially important for us to do the extra creative, thoughtful, imaginative work of not just knowing the words as facts. When we know that, yes, we while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, that may be true as a fact. But what I really want to know is that where do you feel it in your body? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really good. So we're talking with Dr. Kurt Thompson. He's a psychiatrist from Falls Church, Virginia. So, Kurt, what is that about that? I mean, uh, I've watched The Chosen as well, and I love it. But h- how have we done ourselves as believers a disservice to look at the Scripture as something that's dry and brittle when the fact of the matter is, uh, of course, it is the greatest story ever told? Right. Well, you know, John, it, it's uh, one thing that, that is important for our listeners to know is that we, we are products of our culture, and our culture is one that is sitting on the shoulders of 400 years of what we would say is rationalism. What we would mm-hmm. say is, you know, that the dominant way uh, for us to know what is true in the world is the scientific method. And even the way that we now think about the scriptures often, even in our even in our seminaries, like we submit that to certain methods that that are dominantly understood to know the truth through the way that the left brain works. Now this is not unhelpful. This is we're not throwing the left brain out. But what we're saying is that until and or unless I mean, until and unless like we feel this. If, 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 if our ministers, when they're preaching, if they're not able to tell us compelling stories, yeah. the Scriptures are not going to move us. Mm-hmm. If we are reading the Scriptures every day, but we are not imagining how this felt in first century Judea, our brains, our minds, our souls are going to be missing things. This is why community, reading scriptures together, of course, when the Psalms were read, when the scriptures were read in churches in the first century, these texts, would, Paul's letters would be read to groups of people. People would be hearing these things together. Can you imagine what it's like for me to be hearing for the first, for the first time, I who am at war with the gods as I live there in Asia Minor, that I hear like, God has brought me peace. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You see the tears in my eyes. Right. You're moved by my felt sense of this. Now the scriptures are no longer just a set of facts. They are real things that are moving real people in real time. If we only understand these facts as facts, and we're not experiencing them in embodied community through our telling our own stories and how our stories have been transformed by this, the scriptures end up being watered down, as it were. And so the word for us today is that the invitation is for us to allow God to use the scripture to activate our brains the way he's made them to work, such that first we sense the gospel, and then we make sense of what we sense, so that we can then tell the story to others in a way that when they hear it from us, they know we're not just bringing facts, but we're bringing the whole thing. That's fabulous. Yeah, that's really a great word. Dr. Kurt Thompson, he's a psychiatrist in private practice in Falls Church, Virginia. To allow that, to, right, to be activated, Kurt. Yeah. I mean, I just love it so much. Look, I mean, all the years when, you know, uh, the rise of mass communication, right? Uh, you go back to, you know, the early days of the silent talkie films. The, the, most, most things that um, show the scriptures in story form just do a very poor job of communicating that. So, you know, like The Chosen that you talked about and... Uh, a lot of people have watched and have commented on it's off the charts beautiful it's storytelling at its absolute best so why can't we in the same way look at that as we read our our bible daily hopefully you're doing that and you can do that for yourself at this great story right and i think that you know what 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 we will need uh is for you know our our those who are shepherding us in our churches to be actively encouraging us that if we are going to be formed in the image of jesus that we're going to need to be doing it through the power of the story of the gospel mm-hmm. and not just the facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's a good word. Start to Kurt Thompson. Kurt is a psychiatrist in private practice, Falls Church, Virginia, author of the book, The Soul of Shame, retelling the stories we believe about ourselves. And you're working on a new book. It's going to be coming out soon. Kurt, am I right about that? You are, Kathy. It's called The Soul of Desire, Discovering the Neuroscience of Longing, Beauty, and Community. And in fact, we're going to touch on some of these things in that book, why it's important for us to be in the middle of our stories, telling them well in a community of vulnerability, and why it's so important for us to be putting ourselves in the path of beauty on a regular basis, because just as we've been talking about in our time together today, beauty captivates the imagination of the right hemisphere. It turns it on in ways that we otherwise are often blind to. But when we allow ourselves to be captivated by beauty, it allows the gospel to penetrate our brains and our minds and our souls and our bodies, often in ways that we've been trying to keep it out without even knowing it. I can't wait for the book to come out and look forward to sharing it with you all when it does. We look forward to that as well, Kurt. We as well. Dr. Thompson, always a great pleasure. Thanks so much. It's a good word. The right side of the brain. Yeah, we need that more than ever to re-know the scriptures and that beautiful story that's being told. Take a quick break, come back. Does this make sense? What's next? Dare we say, these have been unprecedented times. I hear that word, that term, one more time. Take it as you may, right? We have gone through, all of us, a very weird, difficult time Mm -hmm. these past 15 plus months. Now, if you've had a child whether elementary school, high school, college, Hmm. 
how do you navigate that? God bless you as you went through that. Period. Oh my gosh. Isn't that the truth? Every possible challenge. So we had kids at Grove city college and they laid out a plan. Of course, there were some pitfalls along the way. Nothing's perfect, but through COVID and through the oddness of it all, they made it through and they made it more than just working through the process. I would say that many students flourished yeah. in Grove City. Yeah. That's the surprising thing, isn't it? I mean, first of all, having an in-person graduation was terrific. Yeah. But even more than that, looking back on the year and thinking, yeah, the students survived it. But I really think there was significant growth that happened in large part because of how the Grove City administration and faculty handled their interactions with students on a daily basis. Amen. So if you've got a job thinking about that next step in life, we'd suggest you look hard at Grove City College online, gcc.edu. It's excellence, Grove City College. America, America, God shed his grace on me. And wow, hasn't the Lord blessed us here in America? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and our family is just so thankful to live in this great country. So let's celebrate with a good old-fashioned chicken barbecue meal at the Springhouse. My brother Sam and his four boys will fire up the barbecue pit outside and cook long and slow the chicken quarters, dousing them every five minutes with our secret butter vinegar sauce. Keep cool inside the Springhouse Sun Porch and enjoy all our most popular family recipe sides to go with the barbecue chicken hot off the pit. Summer's a great time to top off this meal with a toasted almond fudge ball or a mud-covered dirt ball. Take a spin down our hillside slide and let the baby calves lick your fingers for a memory-making experience on the farm at the Springhouse, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD FM, Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. Think fast. In the short time it takes to listen to this message, a small flame can turn into a big fire. Several minutes more and thick, poisonous smoke may have filled your lungs and reduced your ability to respond. Give it five, and your entire home may be filled with flames. Keep breathing. We've got you. Don't let your world go up in smoke. Have working smoke alarms and keep heaters three feet away from anything that can burn. Learn more at usfa.fema.gov, because fire is everyone's fight. Severe thunderstorm watch is in effect through this evening for tonight. Considerable cloudiness. It'll be humid with a couple of showers of the thunderstorm. Those storms through the early evening can produce flash flooding and damaging winds. We'll see a low of 67. Cloudy and humid tomorrow with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm. Watch for flash flooding. We'll see a high tomorrow of 74. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. make sense does what make sense select a size paper towels oh i believe select a size paper towels perhaps one of the greatest inventions in the history of the modern world tell me more i love it so much i mean because if you don't have select a size you pull off a paper towel it's big i don't need that a lot of times i'm just using it for detail or just something small okay so the select a size half of the paper tile that's my preferred i always buy select a size mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense to me does it make sense to you 
No. Whoa. You're crazy. I vehemently right. disagree. How could not make, not make okay. sense listen to you? To me. Listen to me when I tell you this. I too, I too buy them. Yeah. But this is why I've realized. I've just come to the conclusion just in the last two days that they don't make sense because every time I go to grab one, yeah. I grab two. Well, stop it. It's how much I need. I'm looking for paper towel and I reach and grab two because instinctively I know that the two is what I will need. Mm-mm. Instead, I find that the select a size is it's now annoying me because it's 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 like speaking judgment upon me that like I'm being excessive. Right. That's true. And I will continue to judge you on this. You only need half of that paper towel. I'm telling you. So whatever it is you're doing to grab for two, half that pull and just... I don't think it makes sense. It's the greatest invention. I love the select size. Okay, does this make sense? The poncho? Uh, A poncho. uh, Now, I saw... Okay, look, today... a subject. Today, I mean, it was like, you know, massive downpour out there today. Mm -hmm. I saw a guy in the parking lot. He was leisurely on a stroll, la-di-da, because he had this gigantic tent around him. And a big hoodie thing. It looks crazy. I mean, as far as a fashion sense, you don't want that. But as far as his, like, personal care of being dry, that poncho, he no, you know he arrived here, and he was bone dry. The poncho is a necessary uh-huh. accoutrement okay. to your wardrobe. Okay, let me say this. Okay. When you're extolling the virtues of something, yeah. and you're starting at the level of personal care... I think that tells you no. what the visual is. Personal care. Okay. You're taking care of okay. yourself. Like visual. Are we going to go to that Isle of Giant Eagle? No, I don't think so. I think we want to think <laughs> more about how we're presenting no. ourselves nope. to the larger community. No, it's fine. You, If you have to go to the personal care Isle of Giant Eagle, you go there for a reason. Because things have become misconstrued. <laughs> right? There's something going on there. Did you need a little extra help? The poncho is the extra help. And then some. It makes perfect sense to me. So does Selecticize. 101.5 WORD. History tells us about both the awesome power and the tragic collapse of several ancient empires. The question is, could the world we know be headed for a similar fall? Could what happened to ancient Greece and Rome happen to the United States? Consider that question with John MacArthur in his study titled The Rise and Fall of World Powers. This week on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. I worry about lots of things. My finances, my grandkids. If you're 65 or older, you have enough things to worry about. Pneumococcal pneumonia shouldn't be one of them. Even healthy adults 65 and older are at increased risk for this potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13-valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 13. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, 
years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7-365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. Federated Mortgage's Home is Where the Heart is, Saturday at 7 a.m. Craig Schweiger welcomes Penguins Pirates chaplain Dr. Brad Henderson, founder of the Pittsburgh Kids Foundation. Learn about their incredible work with kids here in Pittsburgh and in Haiti. Plus, receive valuable and trustworthy information for seniors 62 and older about reverse mortgages during the show or by calling Craig at 412-866-HOME. Sponsored by Federated Reverse Mortgage in Pittsburgh. Home is where the heart is, where mortgage meets ministry. Saturday mornings at 7 on 101.5 FM WORD. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like First Baptist Christian School of Butler. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. It was just a couple weeks ago. Um, my family and I wanted to hit a different church in Pittsburgh. We do that periodically. Wait, what, when you say hit, what does that mean? <laughs> Like you're, like you're holding holding the church up. What, what does that mean? Hey, we're going to hit the church. Like, is that Ocean's Eleven? Was that's going on there? No. Hey, we're just going to go. I mean, the church. Not what so. I meant at all. I meant we're going to attend. Oh, okay. Visit. I'm going to hit the church up. Are you though? Oh gosh, I am on staff at a church, and mm. so I don't have a whole lot of weeks off. And so when I get a week off, my family and I always get kind of geeked about where we're going to go visit. Anyway, we were so thrilled. We went to uh, St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in McKees Rocks, and we saw its uh, priest, Father Tom Soroka, there, and we said hi, and we absolutely loved the whole experience. And so we want to welcome him. To, that's not why, but. It's his uh, monthly gig on our show, nice. Tom Soroga. But Tom, good to hear from you, and we had such a great time when we got to worship with you guys. Oh, we don't have. Oh, okay. Well, then it's going to be hard. I guess he got tired of you hitting on. Because <laughs> <laughs> he said that's not happening. That's not happening. This is a tough show. It's, it's not going to hit that. There's uh, really a lot going on. I think it's the extreme weather we're having. I don't think it's a tough show. I think it's fine. Okay, uh, look. Here's the deal. When you go and visit uh, an Orthodox church. As far as the east is from the west, as opposed to a, a Presbyterian church service, there's a lot of difference. There's a lot of difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a it's a cultural experience that is outside of anything that seems Western. It's just not. It's not mm-hmm. obviously the origin of it is not our culture. But visually, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Not just visually, though. The visual I think is a big part of it. I think the heart engagement of it i don't know i don't know if it's the ancient tradition i don't know if it's the simplicity of the music maybe it's just the whole ball of wax i don't know what it was to me uh, to all of us in in my family i mean we, we all felt the same way it was just such a rich worship experience I don't know. You growing up Catholic, you had the bells and smells. Yeah. Right? But, but 
there's one thing, you know, from a, a Catholic mass experience. Now, you know, in the older days, you know, you go to a uh, a high church, a high mass experience, which I believe, you know, probably is pretty similar to a traditional Orthodox you know experience. What? I, when I brought up the, the Roman Catholic thing, I'm not trying to say that they're similar. Right. But I just meant as far as the bells and smells part, the fact that there is some, you know, engagement of your olfactory sense. Right. You know, that's not something that was ever the case in any of the churches I've ever gone to. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, I've I've spent my life belonging to Presbyterian churches. I went to a um, I went to Christian Missionary Alliance Church for a while. But for the most part, I've been in, in the Presbyterian, you know, denomination. And so, be, you know, going into um a worship experience that is completely different. I mean, totally different. Not just like, oh, it's a different Presbyterian church, or I went to non-denom church for a while. I walked into a Lutheran church, you know, which I've done all those things. But this is a different type of, I don't know. It's a whole different type of transition from outside life to inside the sanctuary. And I really, really deeply love that. You know, one of the, it's funny because... um Growing up uh, and raising my kids in the Presbyterian church, and particularly the one that that my family attends, one of the things I love about it is that it's not – it's pretty casual. And so you don't have to dress up to go. You don't have to look good. You don't have to be good. You know, I think that it really conveys a sense of, you know, we're all – sick people who are looking for a good doctor. You know what I mean? This is this is why Jesus came. I think it's a really wonderful thing. Um, but one of the things I think we might sacrifice in that is that we, there's not maybe a sense of the transcendent holiness of God. There's not, there's not that type of quiet. There's not that type of reverence. I don't know. When I walked into St. Nicholas Orthodox, there was just a whole different feeling. It wasn't stilted. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, nobody can talk. It wasn't like that at all. There were a ton of kids. Kids were making all sorts of sounds and running all around like kids do. But there was just something different about the tradition of it, the the ancientness of it, I think is part of it. I think the fact that, you know, the um, what you're seeing around you in the sanctuary is... Uh, so evocative and i think the um the different you know stand sit go forward kiss right. this touch that i love that you know what i mean there's like it's, really it's a, like a tactile thing yeah and of course those who are regular attenders of that tradition they know the flow they understand the reasons behind I didn't know the flow. A thing. and of course not so right i didn't know a thing now, fortunately, the night before, Father Tom sent me a uh, uh, link written by our friend Frederica Matthews Green about yeah. like what you should know before you go to an Orthodox church the first time, which I really appreciated because I was able to read that. So was my family. We're able to say, okay, so this is what this is. This is what this is. This is what's going to happen next. You know, get ready to stand for a long time. Um, if you have to sit, it's no big deal, but right. you know, the, most of the church is going to stand and you know, this is what it's going to be. And so when you hear this, you know, you should think about this yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway, I think, um, I think maybe a lot of churches are a little easier to understand at first than an Orthodox church would be. Right. So I think it requires a little bit of pre-study 
not study, but a little bit of preparation before you go in. Or just surrender to it and go, I'm in the stream. Yeah. And you I- know what I loved? When we were there, We obviously, we didn't know what we were doing. Obviously, we're not orthodox. People were so kind to us. They would come up and they say, do you know what we're doing? Oh, that's good. You, you should you should follow along here. You should you know you can do this. Do you want to look at mine? Like right, people right. were oh, very okay. very kind. There was no feeling like oh these people are outsiders and they look stupid. You know, no. There was none of that. Huh. Okay, so great um, beauty, great um, involvement in the process. Not just the, the 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 priest or the worship leader, but the congregation as well. What about scriptural? There's more scripture in that service that I went to a couple weeks ago than in any service I've ever been to in my life. How so? Describe that. Well, it's the whole liturgy is scripture from the very beginning of the service up until the time of the sermon. Everything. So all the stuff that you're singing, all of the responsorial stuff, all of the everything is just scripture. That's all it is. There's There's no person talking and, you know, kind of riffing on whatever. It's just... That's all it is. All right. Well, uh, having said all that, which is a lot to digest, Father Tom Soroka does join us, and uh, he's on the phone with us right now, Father Tom Soroka, uh, who joins us um, from uh, St. Nicholas. Nicholas Orthodox Church in McKees Rocks. Father Tom, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, terrific. Happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I had a little trouble getting connected. <laughs> Such is life in the modern age, Tom, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Technological yeah. problems and a lot of storms in this area. So, Tom, we're happy yeah. to have you. All right. So well, I've... all I heard is you made a visit and then my line went dead. Yeah, so I'm that not was sure it. what that means. Well, I, sp- I, spent the last, I spent the last eight or so minutes talking about what uh, our experience was like as a person who's not Orthodox walking into an Orthodox sure. church. And um, I just, my family and I, we just loved it. Loved yeah, you know, it. You, you have a lot of people on that that have um, made that journey to the Orthodox faith, and I would say most notably Frederica Matthews Green, and she has eloquently e- expressed, you know, the beauty of Orthodox worship and how it's like not contrived. It's really just a continuation of that apostolic worship that has grown out of the temple experience and the synagogue experience. And like you said, what I heard you say was, it's all scripture. And it really is. We actually have a book that goes through every line of the divine liturgy. And it is different from sort of what you would know as Western Christian worship, where um, you know, you you maybe sing a hymn, and then you have a sermon, and then you sing another hymn, et cetera, et cetera. This is more sort of like a call and response, a lot of this. They're mm-hmm. called litanies, and then you have hymns. But I have this book where you can go through every single line, and every single line has very explicit um, scriptural references, uh, little phrases and so forth that are taken from the scriptures. And this is why, you know, it, it, there's a there's an irony here, and that is a lot of people that grew up Orthodox like myself, their knowledge of Scripture is more um, innate because they've heard it in the liturgy, but they can't necessarily point to chapter and verse and say, well, this is where that is. Whereas when somebody comes in from your background and they're really steeped, deeply in the study of the scriptures they come in and they go wow this is this is all scripture so it's it's um it's really a privilege and it was certainly a privilege to have you and your family there fabulous now tom when you uh, 
put us in a you know a different perspective in reverse. Now, Kath came to visit St. Nicholas Orthodox Church, and I'm sure you've had the occasion to visit Presbyterian sure. churches. It has yeah. to be you know a total shock for you on the other side because it must feel extremely spare. You know, it, it is it's certainly different, and I I want to say from the outset that I have tremendous respect for everyone who comes from, you know, whatever tradition they have, um, because we have some pretty high-profile people that have joined our church. We have uh, Dr. Edith Humphrey, who teach at um, uh, Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, so she was Presbyterian and then went to Anglicanism and so forth. And, uh, and then we also have people that attend our church that have led other churches all of them, and, and I, I emphasize this, that people that come from a different background need to honor that background and need not to eschew it and be very mm-hmm. thankful to God that they had that upbringing. And, and there is never the sense that, you know, somebody else doesn't have Christ. But in, in terms of the Orthodox faith, what people often are looking for is a, a deep experience, a rooted experience, something that is rich, and um, and so we are thankful, you know, for that experience. Amen. Yeah. Um, okay, Tom. We only have a minute and a half left, so let me just say this for people who are <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah, so this is the way it is for people who are listening, um, and they're thinking, you know, what I've never been outside my faith tradition. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I mean, I can give you. I feel like I kind of gave everybody the answer as we were waiting to for you to join us on the phone. But from right. your perspective, what do you gain from just worshiping outside what you're used to, what your own either family or denominational tradition has been? Yeah, that's a really good question because, and I'll I'll make it really short, I think that often all of our perspectives are rather myopic. Um, You know, unfortunately, and and I, again, say this with a lot of love, people that come from the Protestant perspective, often their only experience is, you know, the, the kind of style of church or style of worship that they know, and their knowledge of church history is very thin. And I think... Everyone should experience that aspect of worship, which goes all the way back, right, as far as possible to the time of the early uh, church fathers. So when you're reading somebody like Ignatius or Justin Martyr or uh, John Chrysostom or Basil the Great, you have to know how they worshipped. Mm-hmm. And so when you walk into an Orthodox church, you can't just read their texts and pull, kind of cherry-pick a text out and say, well, they believe this. You have to go into the, the um, atmosphere in which they worshipped. And when you walk into an Orthodox church, you're, you're really experiencing what those great saints that walked before us experienced. And I would say that the same thing for going to a Catholic church, going to like a, a Lutheran church or a high church Anglican church. Yeah. Those those are experiences where our ancestors walked in and worshiped in that way. And that's very, very helpful. Fabulous. Well, Tom, uh, we apologize for the uh, the late arrival, whatever the technical glitches were. I don't think you can apologize for Whether the or not, no. It's, uh, but, uh, it's, all, it's all good. You're always a welcome guest here. Well, come back and join us soon. We'll make sure that happens. Thank you so much. Oh, Thanks. Great pleasure. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. You as well. Father Tom Soroka, pastor of St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania. We'll take a, a step away, and uh, you got too much stuff? we got seven tips to uh, pare down the clutter in your life. That's next. Is that a criticism? No, no. It's just a little wisdom there.
As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Now, the first night you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Hi, this is Robert Jermalowski, owner of Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling. Looking for a new roof or siding upgrade? Call us for a free estimate at 724-NEW-ROOF or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Now is the time to get a new job. Express Employment Professionals never charges job seekers a fee and has more than 35,000 job openings with high demand in construction, driving, logistics, and administrative jobs. Find a location near you at ExpressPros.com or on the Express Jobs app. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. I think most of us have uh, no problem admitting that we have um, more things that we need. Yeah. More stuff, right? Well, here's a, a quick rundown of uh, maybe tips to help you pare down some things. So You're talking say, specifically to me. No, no. I'm just saying generally. I'm, I'm talking to myself whenever I do this. Okay. So uh, this is from Get Pocket. Uh, tip number one, realize the more stuff does not equal more happiness. Yes. Right? That's so true. Right. And what does Marie Kondo say? Uh, what sparks joy. Exactly. If it sparks joy, keep it. If it doesn't, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Commit to 30 days, 30 days of tidying every day. Thirty. I tidy every day. Every so day. do you. Yeah. You and I tidy every day. But still, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. It requires no, a commitment, yeah, right. right? Listen to what your clutter is trying to tell well, you. Is it communicating with me? What yeah. does that mean? The stuff that's piling up in your home might be a sign that there's something you need to mentally unpack as well, right? Mm. 
too much stuff. Look at the things you're piled up. Think back to what they crossed the line from unwieldy to just unplain, unmanageable. Okay. Does it line up with an unresolved event or period in your life? Oh, you mean I'm accumulating things because There's I have an underlying a- thing. The doctor is in. It's like a psychological thing. Uh, attack the stress of cleaning with some advanced planning, right? What kind of advanced planning? Well, you know, I'm going to set um, this on Saturday oh, morning. I'm going to do this from right. like 10 to 12. Right. Make it an intentional all right. act. All okay. right. Yeah, yeah. Put everything you don't use and need in a box. Forget about it. Right. Uh, a box. You might need a gigantic box. I was going to say. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elevate your attitude towards cleaning. If you got a, like an old lousy bucket and some, you know, funky sponges, you might want to upgrade that. Oh, yeah. Have make nicer it, make, things. Yeah. Okay. Right. Turn down the volume on your inner picker. Right. Cut yourself a break okay. when you're cleaning. All right. Mm-hmm. I think all those are good advice. Jeez, you kind of inspired me. Right. Maybe tonight after dinner, I'll Don't hit do it. It's too hot. It's not going to be hot anymore. It's going to be cool now. All right, do it then. Okay. Thanks for coming along. We're up and running. Uh, wordfm.com on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.